Welcome to The Insider, the official podcast for the City of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Our guests are Carl Montgomery. He's the chair for the Committee on Contributions of the Murfreesboro Community Investment Trust, and Karen Lambert, who is the grant manager for the city. They are joining us from our studio here at City Hall in the council chambers for this podcast, and uh, we thank you both for joining us on The Insider. Thank you for having us. The topic we're talking about is new. It's... Uh, a new way of distributing funds to nonprofits. And I think it requires some explanation. Uh, so Karen, if you could share with us what the, the larger committee, which is the Community Investment Trust is, and then how the committee that you're working with kind of works with that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely a new process for the city for sure. Um, you know, in the days past, it was, um, a pot of money that the the city managed and was you know kind of dealt through the city council making decisions but um, recently the the city sold its uh, electric utility and so similar to the Christy Houston Foundation when they sold the hospital they used the proceeds to set up um, a foundation uh, so the city uh, wanted to go that route as well. So when they were in discussion uh, for the sale of the, the the utility company, they knew that it was going to be a large influx of money, and they wanted to make sure that you know that there was a way to use that responsibly and really look at the long term benefits that that uh, those proceeds could do for the community. And so um, when they finalized the sale uh, in 2019. They used the initial down payment uh, to establish the trust, and um, a portion of the of the proceeds have been designated to go to help support city infrastructure projects such as roads and parks. Uh, but then they wanted to set aside some that could go out into the community through through a grant process. So. For the benefit of those who don't understand, what's the difference between the trust or the board of trustees and the committee on contributions? Yeah, so when they establish the trust, uh, there's a, a board of trustees that oversees the management. So it's similar to a, a nonprofit board. So they're there to make sure that operationally everything is done according to the, the laws and, and how it's established. And they're also the financial overseers of the money. So they want to make sure that those proceeds are invested wisely. They're earning, uh, you know, a good investment return. Um, so that that overall board is, is responsible for, for the operations portion. And then from that, they wanted to uh, set up a committee to do the grant-making process. So um, the Committee on Contributions sits up underneath the Board of Trustees. They, they answer to the Board of Trustees. And Carl, that's where you come in. How did, how did you even get involved in this process? Um, I had heard that they were the city was taking applications uh, to be on this committee. And so I filled out the information and submitted it into the uh, city and Fortunately enough, I was selected uh, to serve on this uh, committee as, as well as seven others. They, they chose seven people uh, to serve on the uh, committee for on contributions. And then the committee itself, you're the chair, so can you expand on the process that you've been involved in? It's been almost a year now, I guess. Yes. 
Um, well, one of the first things that we were charged with is to uh, interview and evaluate um, grant management software companies. And so um, we did that, and then from that we, we chose a company, Fondant, and, and from that we formulated questions that the applicants would uh, have, you know, in, inside the software so the applicants could answer those questions. And from those questions, then the, the software will generate, we will generate a report scoring uh, each applicant. And so um, when we score them and then we will make decisions on that and we will uh, make recommendations to the trustees as to who should get the grant and how much those grants should be. So the scoring process hasn't really started yet, Karen, because there's a deadline for application, which is, I think, October 31st. Is there more that you want to share about how that process will work after, I guess, the deadline and they've submitted all of the applications? Yeah, so um, we set a month-long uh, open application process uh, to give nonprofits enough time to, to fill out the application. Um, I think the committee has done a really good job in establishing an application that's, that's really uh, very simple but to the point and um, make it easy for the, uh, the nonprofits to participate in the process um, because that's what we wanted to do was to really ensure that, that it wasn't a complicated endeavor. Um, and so once that uh, closes on the 31st, then it, it goes into the review process that, that Carl was talking about. So we'll help support that process and, and get all the information together for the committee to review it. Once they've made their decisions, then it goes to the trustee to be approved, and then it has to go to city council for final approval. So we're thinking um, probably March is when it will be sent to city council. Uh, for their approval. So and when you say make their decisions, are you talking about the allocation of the funding or how much each each uh, applicant receives? Yeah, both. So it would be uh, identifying the nonprofit as well as the amount that they'll be receiving. And I think when the initial announcement came out, um, you already know kind of not exactly how much, but you know generally there's going to be this much funding based on how the trust was established. And then uh, you want to try to distribute that to more people if you can. Right. So there's, there's kind of a, a figure in there that you're looking at. Yeah, so the way the, the trust was established, um, the end of the year, December 31st, uh, we'll receive a financial statement um, from, from the investment to determine what the interest has been. Um, so that, that will be the starting point for determining how much will be, be distributed out. So um, they, they take the, most foundation policies are to distribute 5% um, of that. And so um, ours is, is looking at um, that minus any administrative cost. And so we'll break that down and, and have that. So because this is the first year um, and the, when the, the sale was made, it was done on an installment plan. So the full investment of the sale hasn't, hasn't happened yet. That's gonna happen over a 15 year period. Um, so we anticipate that this first year, the funding will be relatively the same amount of funding that has been given out 
uh, through the previous strategic partnership allocations. And Carl, why, why is it important to you that you serve on this committee? Well, I was born and raised here 57 years, and um, I love Murfreesboro. Um, our family has a long history of, of giving back to our community, and um, I want my children and grandchildren to live by that example. And when you look at the process now, you haven't looked at the applications yet, but you kind of have an idea of knowing what you know about Murfreesboro, having lived here as long as you have, the kind of things that maybe need to be supported. What are you, what are you looking forward to in terms of how you can then use this money to, to support the community? The ultimate goal would be to um, the it's changed the lives of the applicants of the of the people that the applicants serve that would be the ultimate goal and to uh, have a profound impact on the city of Murfreesboro and its citizens through this wonderful wonderful gift um, that's that's the goals of um, that I, I think we should have and Karen um, you've been involved in the process before it changed to where it was utilizing the money that came from the proceeds of the electric department, but the city then used some of its operating funds for that. Mm-hmm. What are some of the, um, the applications or what are some of the uses that we think this money is going to go to in general? Yeah, I think we're going to see a broad range of community projects. Um, you know, there's been art-based projects in the past. There's been social service projects, um, such as, you know, domestic violence, um, the uh, Children Advocacy Center, um, Journey Home. Um, I think we'll see a gamut of, of things that will help, you know, with, with youth and children, um, education, um, homeless people, veterans, um, animals. So I think we have such a, a nice variety of nonprofits in the community who do a lot of good work in a, in a lot of different fields. And so I, I think we're gonna have a good broad base of projects to, to look at for funding. And these projects will be evaluated on kind of a, a system or a point basis in which you allocate the funds to the people that you think will best serve the community, Carl. Who, who will be making those decisions? Who else is with you on this committee? Uh, our committee is uh, made up of, there's Lyle Lynch, uh, Collier Smith, uh, Ronnie Martin, uh, Dr. John Hinkle Jr., uh, Lynn Lynn, and Wade Hayes. Okay, and so myself. all of these are people who have served in the community. I noticed Ronnie Martin, he was a yep. former council member who works uh, with a bank here in town. Yep. And others are all like civic-oriented folks. I think we have a wonderful, wonderful uh, group of, of individuals that are, that are serving. They have a serving heart, I can tell. And as you understand it, what will your process be like uh, individually because you'll do this individually but then as a group how do you understand how that process will work well individually we will we we have access to the software and so we will individually look at those um applicants score them we will meet back uh, all together and um this is uh where we will uh you know my goal as chairman is to hopefully run um uh, efficient productive um meetings where uh, where we can come together and make the decision on who should get this money and how much they should get and that, that's my goal 
And in terms of your, your deadline, I guess, what do you hope to accomplish by a certain, because you've got a deadline in order to give these recommendations to the board of trustees. How will that work? That, that deadline is February 15th of 2024. The application process ends the end of October. Uh, the staff has to um, do a little bit of work there and then uh, turn the uh, system on for us to start grading them. Um, and then that will run for the most part of uh, November, November December. December, and yeah, probably maybe even into January. Just be, we just don't know how many applicants we're going to have. We, we, do, we don't know how many we're going to have. This first year is a lot of learning. Yeah. yeah. So that's the committee's role. So uh, on the other side, the, the city is somewhat involved as an advisory role to the committee. So what, what will be the process that you and others that you work with once the, I guess, the application process closes and then working with the committee? Yeah, so we're really here to provide administrative support to the committee um, and, you know, do kind of the behind the scenes uh, help. And so what we'll do is we'll, we'll help vet all the applications to make sure they've completed all the questions and have all the documentation and they are a 501c3, so we'll, we'll do that vetting process um, so that we can send to them applications that, that are ready to be reviewed and meet all the criteria. Um, so we wanna make sure that their time is well spent and um, so we'll, we'll weed out any, anything that is not up to par or doesn't meet the guidelines or standards prior to, to them reviewing it. So that's interesting. You said that, you know, 501c3, they have to be a nonprofit for one. Yes. And then um, the other issue that's kind of come up is this is not really for capital projects. Can you explain that? Right. Um, the funding allotment is really not such that it, it's enough that would really provide impact for capital projects. Um, and that's a whole kind of different level of, yes. of you know, giving to the community. And so I think, I think the purpose of, of the trust and, and the role that the committee plays is really to see about community impact um, to, to the constituents and the residents of the city. Um, that is also one of the requirements for the grant application is that the project does benefit the, the city within the city limits. And Carl mentioned the grant making software. Let's talk about that just briefly. So how was that selected and, and what are the advantages of the particular software? You don't have to name what it is, but, but what, what is it about it that makes this process, I guess, streamlined and benef beneficial? Yeah, um, it's, it's been a great process to go through um, and we've been very fortunate. Um, as the grant writer for the city, I've had the experience of using a lot of different online systems to submit grant applications. So that's kind of where, where my experience and expertise came in to help, you know, provide some background information about what, what things were from a, from a grant writer perspective, what things really made for, for an easy or a good application process and um, been able to share different um, platforms that I've experienced and used and talk about what was what was good, what was bad. Um, and we also got feedback from other foundations that, that use platforms as well to identify what they thought were good good ones. So so we did try to do a lot of 
uh, research to really look at what was what was a good uh, fit for for us, and um, so we were able to narrow it down to a couple, and and that's when the committee did their interview process, and so we did land land on found it, which is pretty widely used um, in the foundation world, and um, they've been really good to work with, and it's been a really easy software to use, and it it really is going to save a lot of time. Um, entries because we're not you know printing a lot of stuff we can do it all online and electronically and that that seems to be the way of the world now yeah, especially world now. Right. especially since COVID I've seen a lot of the you know in years past it was you know submit 10 copies of a paper application and you know have it in this order and and I think that was kind of the way it was done in the past here with the strategic partnerships. Which makes it cumbersome, right? Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes it cumbersome. So so this way it's all electronically um, you know and just really makes for a lot uh, an easier process. And Carl, you've, you as the committee, I guess you had to have some training on this new software. Um, what do you think about it? Are you comfortable, I guess with it and and Will you be able to do, I guess, the things you want to do with it? Yes. Uh, we Our last session, we, we trained on it, and um, it's very user-friendly. I was, I mean, we, we picked right up on it. Our group picked right up on it and was able to do some uh, example uh, applicants and score them, and we could, it, it was very user-friendly, I thought. Do we have some response from the applicants at this point, any like questions or, or are they expressing that this is a great process? What have you heard so far? Um, I think by the fact that we haven't received a lot of problem mm -hmm. requests or problem inquiries um, attest to that it's going smoothly. Um, we haven't had any feedback at this point as to, you know, yeah, that, that, that they enjoyed it or it was good. So um, we definitely look forward to, to receiving that feedback and, you know, always looking at ways that we can do this process better. And I think that's one of the things, because it is a new process after we go through it all, I'm sure the committee will be evaluating that and, you know, looking at seeing how they want to improve or make changes for, for, the, for the next year. When will the applicants then hear back from you after they've applied like how many days will there be and when when should they expect to hear back yeah so that's the other beauty of this um, software system is it does allow for the generation of emails and notifications and things like that so um, we will um, work with the committee to establish some some email communications and um, once the the city council makes the final approval then that's when uh, the award notices will go out um, and then the ones that didn't receive it will also be notified so we're looking in march probably towards the end of march and this will be for the fiscal year that begins in july that's yes. the other thing that yes. um, th this process is designed to gear toward that new budget yes yeah so it is um a little lengthy process for now, but we, we may be able to tighten that up a little bit once we kind of go through it and everybody kind of gets some experience under their belt. We may be able to shorten that time frame a little bit. But it's designed so that each year the funding for that new fiscal year is when this money will be distributed, right? Right, yes. yes. So it's part of the, the city's budget. Right, yeah, because yeah. there's some background stuff that has to happen with the the transfer of the funds and and um, 
being able to to utilize those back out. As we wrap it up, Carl and, and Karen, anything that you wanted to mention about the process or anything to, to tie this up? We'll leave you that opportunity. So. Um, I'm just I'm just honored to be on the committee. I I, uh, I think it's a wonderful thing, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it grows over the years. This first year is just we there's just a lot of learning mm -hmm. that we're going to do. But I think as we get more seasoned, it'll be a lot smoother. And and uh, I'm I'm encouraged that you're not receiving a lot of calls on how to make the application. That's a good that that says we set it up pretty simple, and yeah. that was our goal. Yeah. Karen? Yeah, no, I think it's, um, you know, I'm excited to be a part of this process and be able to support the work that the committee's doing. And, uh, you know, I think it's a great opportunity for the city, and I think it, it will really create some lasting impact in the long run. So I think that's, that's really a good thing. Well, I want to thank you both for being our guests on The Insider. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We've been talking with Carl Montgomery, Chair for the Committee on Contributions of the Murfreesboro Community Investment Trust, and Karen Lambert, Grant Manager for the City of Murfreesboro. This podcast is originated from City Hall. Thanks for listening to The Insider via Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music Audible, as well as Google Podcast. You can also watch The Insider right here on YouTube. Our producer is Michael Nevels. For more information on the city of Murfreesboro, you can visit murfreesboro.tn.gov. The Insider is the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning, and thanks a lot for joining us.